to you, EBO. Hey, thanks, Tony. We are going to talk now to founder and CEO at Invest USA. I have him back all the time because he's stinking awesome, Michael Letts. How you doing, brother? I'm doing great, Ron. Thank you for the intro. You're most kind, and Merry Christmas to you. We are getting into that season, aren't we? Oh, Lord help me. We are. So I'm broke, and taxes are due, and what the hell, Michael? Why are taxes due at Christmas time? Uh, that's part of the overall plot to keep you under their control. Yeah, well, it, it, they're, they are Dr. Evil uh, with their laser in the air. Okay. I agree. All right, so you're back again today because I come to you for topics like this because not because I want to have people on the show who agree with me, but because we're right. <laughs> That's why. Yeah, I agree. You know, I mean, you can say whatever you want. We're just not wrong. So for, before we get into <laughs> it, tell people what Invest USA is. Invest USA is a 501c3 nonprofit dedicated to making sure our first responders have the necessary bulletproof or active shooter vests to come home safe to their families. Most people don't realize that there are really hundreds of thousands across the country who put their lives on the line every day without proper protection. The least we can do is to make sure they come home. Yeah, we we need them to. And a friend of mine, um, if he had not been wearing a vest, he wouldn't be here anymore. And he is a wonderful human being. So when you take a shot center mass and your vest saves your life, um, it saves like five people's lives because your family wants you to come home. We've had over 3,500 saves so far because of the efforts, Sean. God bless them. God bless you. I mean, just God bless the police. All right. So as a law enforcement veteran, um, I don't like Derek Chauvin. Not going to lie. The guy's a puke. I think he would have choke-holded anybody of any color. I think he was just an ass. That's what I think he was. I'm not a big fan of people in general, but I like good people. I always like people (laughs) until they give me a reason not to. But... I don't like Derek Chauvin. I don't think he should have been a cop, and he gave all cops a bad name. But what happened to him in prison is unacceptable. Oh, there's no question about it, Fon. Here's the problem we have. You have to look at it in the broader term. You know, the uh, administration, the leftist liberal Democrats, have always been looking for a way to make sure that they can control you. They can't control you if you have a firearm. So they decided what was their best bet. They couldn't get legislation passed for decades in Congress to take away the Second Amendment. So they attempted to come up with a new plot. Let's villainize law enforcement officials, make it so that nobody wants to fund them, nobody wants to give them equipment. They will step in as the federal government and save the day and confiscate weapons at the same time. So this particular issue with George Floyd having to provide them the exact narrative they were looking for, they jumped on the case. The problem with their narrative, though, was that the coroner's office initially looked at it and said that George Floyd did not die of asphyxiation. He had drugs, fentanyl, and uh, a medical problem with his heart, adrenaline. The combination uh, actually was what was caused his death, not the asphyxiation. And let's also add, Michael, sorry to interrupt, but he resisted arrest for like 20 minutes. No question. And they took him out of the car and then started screaming about how claustrophobic he was to get in a car. Didn't make any sense. He was just, he was nuts trying to get away. That's all it was. But anyway, carry on. Not justifying Derek's behavior, but that was not the cause of death. So here's what happened. So the feds, remember, they put their stake on this. So they come in and take over the jurisdiction. It now becomes a civil rights violation, and the feds are involved. Well, the family is concerned, so is his defense team, and they get a separate medical evaluation because the coroner changed his report two days after that under political pressure. Mm -hmm. 
And so the family got an independent thing. The evaluation came back the same as the coroner ruled the first time. It was not a homicide. It was due to drugs and the fact of a heart condition and a couple other factors. But the Justice Department, because now they had jurisdiction with the federal case, refused to allow that evidence to be admitted. He was convicted then because the jury did not hear any other evidence. Sent to prison. Now, they thought that was the end of the case. Remember, he's in a federal system. So they make sure that he is protected and cared for, watched over so that he can't be harmed for two and a half years. Mm-hmm. Suddenly, now the family's not pleased with that, as you wouldn't be nor would I. And they're pressing to have a new hearing, a new trial, with this information being disclosed to the jury. They let the chips fall where they may. That would unravel the federal case. So all of a sudden, he gets put into a system where he's not protected and gets stabbed. They were hoping to eliminate him. Didn't work. I mean, they did a lot of damage, but he's still alive. They expect a full recovery. So the question now becomes, uh, since they didn't get their way about taking him out, so now it's still in the media, it's still a headline story, what are they going to do? Are they going to allow a new trial with the new evidence to be heard? Are they going to put him back in the same system and make sure the guy finishes him off a second time? It is a very interesting and unique situation, but as you pointed out earlier, whether he was a cop or not, nobody deserves this kind of treatment. Right. right. Well, and it, it, you're, you're put into hell. If you're a cop and you do something wrong and you go to jail, everybody you put away is in there waiting for you. I mean, let's all just face the facts. That's the truth. That's the worst possible scenario for a bad cop is to go have to face the guys you were a jerk to. So um, even if you were the best cop in the world and you just got stuck as one of the compadres of, of Chauvin that day and you have to go to jail, I mean, that's your worst nightmare. You're with you're with the guys you put away. I mean, we, we all know it's a fact. So the fact that the so- family wants him in Gen Pop confuses me. Why would you? Why is that a big deal? As long as he's locked up, what do they care? Well, they were hoping that they would have him um, with better protection because they knew the outcome. That's well, a big deal to them. Yeah, I mean that is, of course, us just kind of guessing what they actually wanted, but it seems right. pretty clear. And the, the, the other dilemma with this situation, for I'm so glad we're talking about it on the air, is look at what they accomplished. They got Black Lives Matter started. They got defund the police started off with that. They had a huge national impact. They sent a very clear message. The feds did to law enforcement and others. Mess with us and see what happens to you. Mm-hmm. And uh, that's had a very chilling effect. And that is the exact opposite of what true justice is for all Americans. Right. Well, Black Lives Matter started right here in Missouri in Ferguson with Michael Brown, which is a complete right. fabrication of what actually have the hands up, don't shoot thing. I no longer can stand Nick Cannon because of him and Hollywood jumping on that absolute lie of what happened with Michael Brown. Do Black Lives Matter? Of course they do. I mean, sure. it's ridiculous to say that they don't. But when it comes to law enforcement, um, I want to believe that there is no racism, but I'm sure there is some. But I'm also sure that when they, was it Atlanta or was it Memphis, where all of the cops who got in trouble for going after the black man were black themselves. So now they're just trying to say all cops are bad, no matter what color. Correct. They're all, they all hate black people. All lives matter, as you said, not just black lives, all Mm -hmm. lives matter. Mm -hmm. They they took this, and you were right, black lives matter had, you know, started a little bit before, Mm -hmm. but they took this, they elevated it, made it a national story for for quite some time. This Mm -hmm. is what cops are all about. That's why we don't need to fund them anymore. 
don't need to give them equipment. They play right into the narrative, and they've got so much at stake now. The feds do not want uh, it to come out that perhaps they withheld exculpatory evidence. Well, you're working on a Restoring Justice website, so what's that all about? What are you doing? Well, Restoring Justice is kind of a partnership with Invest. You remember, Invest is to make sure we take care of our officers and protect them and show them how much we appreciate them because that thin blue line is quickly collapsing. But it's hard to get people to respect and support law enforcement if they think there's a two-tier justice system, which there is, Vaughn. And I both know we see it on the national level. So Restoring Justice is committed to rooting out and exposing the two-tier justice system, to changing the judicial system. Invest is committed to making sure our first responders are respected and supported and loved. Mm -hmm. Cops need to be able to do their jobs. And if you're fighting for your life and you happen to have to put someone in a chokehold to stop them from killing you, choke them out. I'm fine with that. You know what? I'm not going to say you have to just surrender and give up your life because you're trying to do your job and the suspect wants you dead. In that case scenario... They always say, well, he used excessive force. Explain to me what excessive force is when you're fighting for your life. Give me the definition. Exactly. Now, I am Catholic, so I am pro-life. But there's a, there's a, 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 a connotation to that where I'm, I'm pro-innocent life. If you are right. the, the, the stinking devil running around, hurting people, <laughs> running around at a cop with a machete or even whatever... Um, you're going to die, and I'm okay with that. So it just comes down to pro-innocent life. If they've done nothing wrong, then this is a thing. But I think a lot of people are being called racist or um, or are using too much force or doing just whatever they have to do because they are trying to stop evil. And evil's family then wants to cry foul. That's correct. You hit the nail on the head. And I'll tell you, that leads me to one quick thing I wanted to mention on your show, Fawn. You know we're coming to Christmas time. I'm encouraging the people of America, don't <clears throat> buy that ugly-looking tie that nobody wants. <laughs> Get them with the ability to protect themselves and make sure they know how to use it. Buy them some training. Buy them a firearm. Do something that's going to make a difference in their life down the road. And uh, thank you for your support. Thank you for all you do for law enforcement. But God bless you. I really appreciate your thought. It's the right thing to do, and not enough people are doing it, and I don't understand. I support all emergency responders, but the cops are the ones who get shot at. They're the ones who, you can see them on the interstate. You know, they pull somebody over for speeding, they have to walk up to that car. They don't know what they're going to get. I can't even imagine the kind of adrenaline you have every time you walk up to a car. I mean, I can't even fathom of it. No, you're exactly right. Let me give you a quick uh, quick story on what you just said. Just at Thanksgiving Day, this was in my area. I knew the, the Corporal, Corporal Lucas in Cody County, did a traffic shot, uh, stop, was shot in the head. 45 minutes, they pronounced him dead. The um, <sighs> Brought in the family. We did a prayer service over him before she kissed him goodbye. When she kissed him goodbye, his eyes popped open. He's expecting to make a full recovery. We can't what? explain it other than it was an exact miracle. I'd have body goosebumps. Literal body goosebumps. The God God is so good, and in some cases there are miracles, but in oftentimes there are fatalities. And I'm not okay with even one cop dying. Even if he's a bad cop, he still doesn't deserve to die for something that was pretty much inflated and defamatory by the media when it comes to what actually happened in a situation. The cop involved with the Michael Brown situation had to relocate, change his name, and go into a different line of work, and he didn't do anything wrong. So, good Lord. All right, so 
I'm I'm going to flip the script on you here for just one minute because I have sure. about a minute and a half left. But um, Israel, they now plan to kill Hamas leaders all around the world as soon as they're done wiping the butts of the worms in uh, <laughs> West Bank, which I'm so excited that they're doing. Um, they're going to go around now. Everybody's upset saying that's murder. How is that murder? They are the perpetrators of terror, and they are murderers themselves who hide amongst innocent people. So wh- what do you think about that? Well, I think I need to carry it a step further. I appreciate what Israel's doing, but America needs to understand we're next. It's mm-hmm. not a matter of if, it's when. It's imminent, and we better make sure we eliminate as many of them as possible before they eliminate innocent civilians in the United States. Well, and they're coming, and there are a lot of people who are sympathetic to them. They just, you know, I had somebody tell me, you don't understand. I said, yeah, just don't see it the way you do. I hear what you're saying, but it's illogical. I feel like Spock these days, trying to explain to people what reality is. It's like... Well, I would... You're right, Fon. I'll tell you, last week we picked up 14 Hamas and Hezbollah cars in the southern border with explosives, with cash, and with caps. They're already here. Yeah, of course they are, because there's a free ticket to ride coming across the southern border. But the, you know, border security and law enforcement are going to have to deal with these guys when they, I don't know, decide to blow up another marathon or a university where a lot of the kids are brainwashed into supporting them or they attack a gay nightclub, or whatever it is they're going to target. Maybe it'll be an elementary school. It could be um, Fox News in downtown Manhattan. Who knows where? That's the problem. We don't know where it's going to be, but we're letting them in. Well said, Fawn, and that's why we did comment what you said a minute ago. I applaud Israel. We should be right behind them. We need to eliminate terrorism and evil anywhere it exists that threatens our American citizens. Mm-hmm. Ceasefire my ass. Go in and wipe them out. Michael Letts, founder <laughs> and CEO, Invest USA. Uh, Derek Chauvin's been stabbed. He's supposed to make a complete recovery. He should be protected just due to the nature of the attack. But the family Correct. of George Floyd wants him right back in harm's way. So that's that's what they think of human life. So there we are. Michael, thank you. Thank you, Fawn. God bless you. Merry Christmas. Have a great year. You too. Bye-bye.